literally like when I think of it it's like it's, it's like español o sea tiene ese ritmo como sí. y es like Like, so like, <laughs> like, you know what the visual representation of Spanish is? What? You know that um, emoji with the girl the in, the, in the salsa I'm so done. That that's her. That's, that's us. That, honestly, that is us. Correct. Hola a todos. Welcome back to another episode of Hermosas Chicas Negras with your host, Paula, Diane, and Ayo, your amigas en línea, here to keep you encouraged and accountable on your journey to Spanish conversational fluency. That is right. In the last episode, we spoke about whether it was necessary for us to move abroad to, you know, be able to be fully immersed, be, be, <laughs> be fully immersed, you know, and, you know, we spoke about our perspectives on that. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, we are speaking about, Diane, tell us, what are we speaking about in this episode? We're speaking about why we learned Spanish, Come our on. top reasons for learning Spanish. And also we wanted to give you a little bit of insight into our name. Come on. Yeah. So Hermosas Chicas Negras, HCN, mm-hmm. literally. So it literally means, what does it mean, Paula? Beautiful black women. For a second, I almost forgot you. I was like, (laughs) what does it mean? mean? (laughs) Beautiful black women. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So talk to us, Deanne. So what is our, yeah, talk to us. What is our aim Mm -hmm. with this? Like, why did we choose that name? Yeah. 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 Um, Hermosas Chicas Negras. Honestly, it's a really great story, I would say, because it started actually with you. Mm -hmm. Um, We... This all started based on a group chat. Like yeah. they started very, a group very. Chat. A, a WhatsApp time, group chat. You know? A one time Zoom. We'll just quickly, 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 one quickly, what time Zoom. Quickly, Literally. Quickly. Just so we can get a time together, let's put a group chat. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was going to be really, really small. Um, and it was yourself and the Holy Spirit, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Um, who gave the name yeah. Hermosas Chicas Negras, correct? Yeah. Right. So Hermosas Chicas Negras, as Paula correctly said, means beautiful black women. Yes. And essentially our name very much embodies our aim of what we want to bring to the language learning community so traditionally speaking um thankfully it is changing now but the language learning community and space particularly online Mm -hmm. um was located in our experience anyway in america and was very much presented by um white males um like just steve kaufman um we've got there's a couple but they were like very very um dominant in the in the space who are amazing by the way no amazing amazing (laughs) but i think when it came to us like learning the language and at the very beginning there wasn't many people who kind of represented us within the space who were kind of leading conversations um Mm -hmm. Thankfully, things did begin to change with the likes of Amber Gonzalez, Linguist mm. Girl Ambi, Bilingue Blog, Urban Eve, Urban Eve, Urban Eve yeah. like Butterfly Spanish, like just different yeah. people who were not just like black people, but mm. other Latino people, mm-hmm. loads speak of different Spanish people. Faster, Ricky. Yes, yes. speak Spanish faster, yeah. Yes. Yes. That ad that he did, everybody so, saw that. Everybody, everybody saw that. <laughs> everybody has and seen Erica it. Ray Erica as well. Yes, Erica Ray. Yeah. Like there's loads, there's a lot more. Like yeah, as, you can, as you can hear, it's <laughs> diversified quite a lot. And we also wanted to bring some diversity to the space, Come particularly because we're from the UK. Yes. Mm. We're from the UK. A lot yeah. of the language learning community, those who have learned languages and kind of now are leading the conversation are based in the US. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't many people who looked like us who were from the same location as us yeah. who were leading the conversation. So we yeah. wanted to provide a space that would allow people who are like us, yeah. who um, resemble our journeys mm-hmm. as well, yeah. mm-hmm. to have a community and just a space where they could see that not only was it 
it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. It's we possible. are living examples yeah. that it is possible to learn Spanish in the UK yeah. without like permanently relocating. Yeah. So essentially, we wanted to really create a community for those people who feel discouraged, yeah. feel discouraged, feel demotivated because it's like, oh, I'm never going to do this or feel like I'm having to do this on, on my own. Yeah, mm-hmm. alone. You don't have to do it on your own no. because now Hermosas Chicas Negras is here. Estamos aquí. We're here, <laughs> you know. So that was essentially, first and foremost, what we wanted to kind of bring and facilitate. Right. But in doing so, we wanted to also let you guys know why we actually chose Spanish. Same. Yeah. I mean, we have a couple reasons between yeah. ourselves, but I have two reasons to start. So number one, um, y'all know the story because you're not new here. You've watched a couple <laughs> Come episodes on now. now. Um, but it was the middle of lockdown or it was right at the beginning of lockdown, actually. And mm. we didn't know how long, long the pandemic would last. But I was really thinking, OK, a couple months, maybe. So let me just pick up something that I can do with my free time. Yeah. I was living alone. Um, I was waiting for my friends and family for a long period of time. Mm. So I was like, let me pick up a good habit that will be useful. And so learning Spanish was that like fun little habit that I could Mm. kind of do on my phone and spend time doing, watch Spanish shows and stuff like that. And I just picked up and thought, yeah, this will just be something fun to do for a short period of time. But it's been two years. Yes. We're still going. (laughs) And we're still going, you know. We've got to celebrate that. So that was yeah, I'm I'm really proud of that. Mm. Um and then second of all, I'm also quite a commercial, practical person, which I've mentioned in a couple of episodes. I really just wanted to do something that, again, I thought the pandemic would be two year, uh, two months. So I was like, <laughs> two years. Uh, it would be two months. So I was like, okay, let me just do something that at the end of these two months, I could like present, like to show people like, this is an employable like skill I've learned. Yeah. While you lot were be- baking bread, you know, Stop. making banana bread every day. I was out here bettering myself and Stop. becoming more employable. Wow. We were just trying to get by, sis. Wow. <laughs> we were just trying to get by. Oh, wow. <laughs> While you guys were doing, you know, Chloe Ting workouts, oh I was out here learning. Do you remember? Yes. I was out here learning Spanish. So I was like, okay, this will make me more employable. Like this is one of the most spoken languages in the world outside, mm-hmm. uh, after English. Mm-hmm. If I can speak this language, the world's my oyster. I can go yeah. on to do new things. And I was in my first um, post-grad role. So I was really just like, oh, my career is going to take off being able to speak um, Spanish yeah. and just being able to apply for like bilingual roles and stuff like that. So that was a real reason why I picked Spanish because yeah, initially yeah. I was going to do Portuguese. Ooh, is it? I, this? I, I don't remember that. So I was initially going to pick Portuguese because I had just come back from Portugal. <laughs> I'd done my first solo trip to Porto in Portugal, which was lovely. Um, and it was in February 2020. 2020 yeah wow. and it was like the borders closed two weeks after that wow and i remember just being like oh porto was so great maybe i should learn Ooh, maybe i should pick portuguese as my language to learn yeah and then i was like actually spanish is more widely spoken mm-hmm. i also found it very sexy just like enjoyable language to listen to mm-hmm. beautiful language beautiful <laughs> so, uh, hermosísimo. <laughs> that's right they learned from the last season man they <laughs> learned <laughs> that's correct so i was literally just like this is such a stunning language like and portuguese was as well but i just thought spanish is even more widely spoken let me pick it up and if i do i can speak to people in english and spanish and this is so useful so those are my two reasons i love that what about you guys i love that I would say, to be honest, my main reason for choosing Espanol específicamente mm. was literally just the opportunities that it presented to me yeah. as an extrovert. Okay. So Ooh. I am very much like... Wait, you're an extrovert? Okay. I mean... Could you tell? You Could you tell? Let us know in the comments, if by you the way. Tell. <laughs> They're like, yes, 100%. girl. 
<laughs> do you know what actually okay oh i've kind of always get already given away i was gonna say let us know in the comments for everyone watching on youtube like what like scale like we know this scale like i want to know what do you think so let us know in the comments so, like, that would be amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> So yeah, just the opportunities. No, 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 it's fine. We're flowing, we're flowing, it's calm. So yeah, just the opportunities that it presented to me as an extrovert. And I was just like, mm, okay. So yeah, that's basically like my main reason. And over time, like that's developed. And because of how widely spoken Espanol is, like mm -hmm. when I first started, it was the third most spoken. Like it's almost like there was a war, like some articles it would say second, some it would say third, but generally speaking, it's the second to third most spoken language in, in the, the world. world. Mm. And el mundo. Me, en el mundo. Todo el mundo. And like, that's just like, was just huge for me. So mm -hmm. yeah. And then cultural immersion as well. Latino is coming like, da, 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 da. and I love to dance. Spicy. Stuff. 100%. La vibra. <laughs> Literally. Like when I think of it, it's like, it's, it's like Espanol, o sea, tiene ese ritmo como, sí. y es like, like, so women like, like Do you know what the visual representation of Spanish is? What? You know that um, emoji with the girl the in, the, in the salsa? I'm so done. That is, that's her. That's, that's us. That, honestly. That is us. Correct. That is correct. Like, honestly, if you, that, I think that's the um, emoji I use most times, you know. And you can make a black. <laughs> you can make a black. You can make a black. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm getting excited. No, no, no. And you know what? This this stuff is giving. No, me it's actually giving that vibe. Say, I was gonna it's say that. It's giving the vibe, vibe, you know. Come it's on. giving the vibe. What, what, what did we say uh, for vibing? Vibra. Vibra. It's giving the vibe. Dale. Dale. Hey. Come on. If you can't if you can't see this, I apologize deeply. <laughs> So yeah, that's basically like my main reason. What would you mm -hmm. say? What are your reasons? Um, I have two reasons. So mm -hmm. if you've watched um, some episodes back, even into season one, actually, um, I had disclosed that I've always kind of had an affinity for languages. Yeah. So it didn't actually start with Spanish. I learned French when I was a kid. And then I just kind of learned the languages of my peers, like in school and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but when I first heard Spanish, it's it's going to sound weird to those who don't know, but this is the honest to God truth. I just knew that it was going to be a part of my life. Like oh, there was wow. no question. Like I just remember being so enthralled oh. by this language. Like as Paula said, just the sound of it, the just Los you're not Eres. saying. Not, yeah oh like goodness. everything about it just it was so like appealing to me mm -hmm. and it was just a very attractive language like you know like it just has like this sazon like it's just yes! it's just picante <laughs> do you know what i mean like so for me i always knew this is going to be something that i did and then obviously learning it in school but even outside of that i was just like no i know that this is going to be a part of my life life mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. post-school post-college post-academia this I would I will learn this language and I'm going to be able to speak Love this language. That. So it was just it was just a knowing from the beginning for the most part. But that. also, secondly, can I just yeah. before you go on to your second, do you know what's really interesting? Because you know how both of you say like Spanish and like now we say how Spanish is a spicy language. Mm. I never actually realized the spiciness of it when I first started. Mm. How I knew it was spicy, I'll never forget. I was at my friend's house for E. This was years ago, and I started to like. I said something so basic, like, por ejemplo, algo como, like, something like, hola, como estas, estoy aprendiendo español. And literally this guy was like, no, I'll stop it, stop it, stop it. Because he was getting, like, Do you know what? You're actually right, because like, one time I was talking to my boyfriend, and, um... <laughs> I'm done. Tread lightly, tread lightly. 
tread the lightest of lights. Shout out to boyfriend. You know, go ahead, go ahead. Make go it, ahead. The reason I'm you guys are doing too much. <laughs> so, obviously, a very widely um, Spanish, widely commonly known um, Spanish word in English. Mm-hmm. Sorry, a Spanish word that English people or English speaking people mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. is amor. Everyone knows oh, yeah, amor is love. So, we were talking about something and um, he was like, oh, duh, 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 like, it's called amor. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, amor. He was like, what? I was like, amor. He was like, <laughs> say it again. I was like, amor. This guy had me, sorry, he's going to be like, why would you even say Because he's watching, he's definitely watching. But I was like, he was like, send me a voice note saying amor. I'm so done. <laughs> so I, I literally it. whispered it. And it was just like me going, amor. amor. I literally call it like, mi amor. I just be like, amor. Oh, that's cute. Mi novio, shout out mi novio. That's so cute. Te quiero, so te cute. amo. Sí. All them things. No, we love it. We love to we see love it. To see we it. love to see no, it. No, but you're right though. I feel like it's like, always been quite a like. I think um, w- what my one of my Spanish neighbors once told me is because like she said um, la se- la sangre la sangre es uh, caliente. Ah, la sangre. La sangre, sorry. La sangre caliente. Like, she's yeah. like, our people, our blood is hot. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. No, I hear it. I hear yes, it. Yes, I hear good. it. That 100%. was just to say, like, I, I, I later realized that the is spiciness so funny. of the language. That is During so funny. Eats. Are you trying to make him backslide? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, I mean, he made me realize, didn't it? So, boy. Anyways, moving on swiftly. Back to you. What was your second point? Love, she said it was Eats. No, I mean, sorry. Paula. Anyways, moving on. Trying to throw a Spanish in the, the works. <laughs> Sorry, Diane, what was your second reason? Ahead, I can't, no. Genuinely, I cannot with these two lovely ladies. I okay. cannot. Um, no. Secondly... You can introduce me. Um, <laughs> no, 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 Second reason for me was my heritage. So I am Jamaican and Cuban. And obviously, Spanish is one of the most widely spoken languages in Cuba. I believe it's Spanish and Haitian Creole. Mm -hmm. I may be wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, it was important to learn the language, especially because nobody in my family at present speaks Spanish besides myself. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it was something that I wanted to pass down to my children. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of just reclaim that part of my culture. For those who don't know, I don't know that either one of you knows, actually. (laughs) I, most of my family is Jamaican. Mm -hmm. It was my granddad on my dad's side who was Cuban. Mm -hmm. However, he passed away very, very, before I was born and Mm -hmm. very early into my dad's teen years. So there wasn't a lot of that transfer. And he moved, he basically moved from Cuba to Jamaica. That's where he met my grandma. So that, a lot of that culture was lost. Mm -hmm. So it's been me actually actively and intentionally seeking out the culture. Yeah. Seeking out the language, etc. That is us reclaiming like that part of ourselves. So I, I just thought it was really, really important for me, and I think that that reason has grown as I've continued in mm. the language because it wasn't that at the beginning. But that. the more that I learn this language, the more that I'm like, no, like I really want to reclaim that part of my Come culture, on. my heritage, etc. I'm actually in the process right now of. Um, I've got some recipes, like some very oh. famous, yeah, Cuban dishes that I am now going to be learning how to make. So we're going over for dinner very soon, yeah? Basically, she just invited yeah. us. Thank You're you. even welcome. Can you, you. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'm in the learning stages right now, guys. But <laughs> you know, no, once, once the dish has been perfected, of course, of course. Yeah. So 
essentially, I really wanted to lay claim to my culture and my heritage and give that to my children also. And learning the language is a really, really major part of that. Mm. Yeah, so that was my second okay, reason. Know. However, in, t- in terms of, wow, English, <laughs> in terms of our culture and our heritage, mm-hmm. Spanish isn't the only language that we're interested in. No, 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 no. It's no. not the only language that we're interested in. Do you know what? We in. actually said this in a previous episode, like, look at us. Look at us. You see, you see the melanin? Hey. So there's obviously a heritage and more of a deeper richness that goes beyond us just yeah. being Brits and us speaking Spanish. Like, yeah. I think that was the main thing that we wanted to touch on. Like, yeah. we don't ever want it to come across as like, we've abandoned everything else that makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. And we've chosen this like mm-hmm. white language or whatever, which we already now know it's not. But mm-hmm. we wanted to be make it clear that like our heritage is still very much rich and alive. And that's yeah. why I think it's so beautiful. We didn't know about the whole reclaiming thing, but... Yeah. Power to you, sister, <laughs> because I love that. Like, that's that's so beautiful. And yeah, I think even just having that, like, um, interest in linguistics and language that mm-hmm. has bled into now what yeah. is now Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, um, I am British Nigerian, so I'm Nigerian, um, born and raised in London, but originally from Imo State in the southeast of Nigeria. Um, I'm of the Ibo indigenous people or tribe. Some people are not a fan of the word tribe. Um, I'm of the Ibo indigenous people so i speak Ibo. um i'm not fluent i don't speak at home we weren't taught it um we don't really understand it either me and my siblings Uh, my parents speak it but they both went to um international universities in nigeria where everyone speaks english because the national language of nigeria is english um not nigerian because some people be saying don't come do you speak nigerian yeah. No, no, but it's okay. It's not okay. No, no, um, you were about, I, can, I can see that you were about it's, to. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. Um, now you know. But yeah, so it's, the official language is English because there are so many different indigenous groups in Nigeria. Okay. So my parents didn't really speak it much to okay. anybody outside of themselves or other Ibo adults because they didn't mm. speak it to the kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when I got older, when it got to like 2019, I wanted to be able to speak and be a bit more conversational. Mm-hmm. So I started taking lessons. And so um, I'm still in the process of learning Ibo. And people often ask me how I'm able to learn Ibo and Spanish simultaneously. Mm-hmm. It's very easy because Spanish is a Latin based language. Ibo is not. <laughs> so I am not confused at all. I feel like there's some confusion to the extent where Sometimes someone will say thank you to me in English. And I think, oh, in Spanish, that is gracias. In English, that is da, oh, in English. In, in Ibo, that is dalu or imela. I do that in my head, but I've never really sh- like struggled with the two because they're uh-huh. not similar. Yeah. Like they're very, very different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like the, the language learning. And it's so fun. Like even just speaking about languages, being dyslexic and never really thinking I would ever be a language person. Mm. This is wild to me that I'm out here like, yeah. Three language. I call myself trilingual. I'm like, come on, trilingual babe. So yeah, no, I, I love that. that. And I am also Nigerian, um, but I am from a different indigenous tri- indigenous group. group. Yeah, indigenous. Some group. people are fine with tribe, but some people don't like tribe because yeah. at the end of the that. day, Nigeria should have been a country. It shouldn't have formed as a country as yeah. it was. So they prefer oh, just okay. to keep that entity of Girl, yeah, because it's very diverse. Like, mm-hmm. like in terms of faith, in terms yeah. of 
um, democracy, yeah. in terms yeah. of so many things, culturally, traditionally, but obviously yeah. we're all Nigerian okay. as well, which is a blessing. Love yeah. that. Sorry, I interrupted No, 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 <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. So um, yeah, so um, from a different indigenous group, Yoruba, and my dad actually taught, shout out to my dad, Woo! he taught my siblings and I literally from when we were in primary school. Wow. So yeah, so we were born and raised here in the UK and then primary school, like literally after school, we would have lessons. I used to hate Yoruba lessons as in, he literally would give us homework throughout the week and then he would test us on the weekend. Looking was back- Was he teaching the lessons? He was oh, teaching us. I love so that. what he would do is he would record it. Like we would literally have like a um, cat, um, tape recorder and then he'd be like, dog, aja, cat. Uh, I've forgotten what cat is. Book, iwe. Like he'd literally be teaching us, right? And then we'd have to basically, he'd then give us homework and we had personal notebooks. So mm. on the weekend, he would then test us. So we'd have to like, do recalling and stuff like that. Thinking wow. about it, my dad is a really amazing teacher. Shout out to you, dad. But um, yeah, so that's how basically we lo- we learned Yoruba. And then we went to secondary school in Nigeria, but we did go to a private boarding school. So it, English was the main language that was spoken. And as you said, like exactly. English yeah. is the general language that's spoken in Nigeria, um, in the in most parts of Nigeria anyways. Especially the cities. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, and we Lagos, and our school, Abuja. exactly. And our secondary school was basically 45 minutes from the city sort of situation. Okay. So... Yeah, so that's basically how I learned Yoruba. It's interesting because now me Espanol, my Spanish is mm. so much better than my Yoruba. However, when I am in certain spaces, like mm-hmm. speaking to family, speaking to my grandma, I am now trying to just speak in Yoruba because mm. I also want my Yoruba to be really good. But the fact of the matter is at the moment, my Spanish is better. Mm. And because Yoruba, like, so what you said about not getting confused, Funny enough, sometimes, like, I'll never forget, I was um, staying with um, a friend one weekend, and I was trying to speak um, Yoruba to um, his wife's, his Mm mum-in-law, and honestly, my brain just froze. Everything that I was trying to say, I was like, ah, I can't so So I'm going to speak in Yoruba, and then I'll be trying to say, I was like, Mm -hmm. ah, I can't so Good afternoon, ma. How are you? And then, all of a sudden... All I was, all I could think was Espanol. Like, that has happened to me, to be fair. Was like, a, and it actually got to the point where it was so frustrating. So it's like I couldn't because it's like I've been so immersed in it's, Spanish yeah. that now mm. to bring Yoruba words to the forefront of my mind is like this is really challenging. Yeah. And my siblings and I only just realized this the other day, mm. but my parents at home they speak Yoruba to each other, mm. but they speak English to, to us. Guys. My parents do the exact same thing. And we only just clocked within the past year and it's just like, oh my goodness. And because when I think about it, like I understand Yoruba really, really well. Yeah. I've been thinking to myself, like why do I still understand it? Because I'm still immersed in it. You're still hearing it. Because yeah. I'm hearing mm-hmm. it practically mm-hmm. on a daily basis, not directly, but like indirectly. So I'm definitely still you know, um, rooted in my Yoruba roots. By God's grace, my Mm -hmm. children will speak, husband and I, our children will, by God's grace, speak English, Yoruba, or depending on where you're from, maybe your country as well, (laughs) Spanish. And like, I just want them to like have like different cultures and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm definitely still in tune with my Yoruba culture and all of that good stuff. I love that. Before I move on to my own secondary language, um, I want to ask for the people who, for example, they may not be Latino um, mm. and they have like a, a language of their heritage or a mother tongue from mm. their family. Mm. What would you, what tips would you give them for maintaining that mother tongue whilst also learning a secondary language? That's really good. 
Um, I don't know if I'm mine's for maintaining because I don't speak it fluently yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing like weekly lessons. I do um an online lesson <coughs> um on a Saturday morning. Um, I think it's understanding that the culture is probably it's if you're not living in that cult in that place, the culture and the heritage and like the stories behind your culture is probably more important to you and more useful to you than just being able to speak the language. Mm. So being lenient with yourself that you might not be fluent in the language, but being intentional about staying connected to the culture. That's so good. how do you do that? You know, listening to the music or speaking to your parents more um, about it. For me, I spent like a year maybe. Um, yeah, it was all of, okay, almost a year. So it was January, 2019, all the way to um, October, 2019, teaching myself Ibo, like I had all the apps, I had everything, wow. teaching myself conversational Ibo. Went to Nigeria in October, my family for the first time, for the first time as, a, an, as an adult, and was able to actually just say the basic, like Dalu, um, you know, welcome, Kedu, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really proud of that. I was really happy with that. Came back to the UK and realized that my goal of being able to, speak to my elders in the village in Nigeria was met. So I was fine with not being fluent in Ibo because I knew that I had the culture. Yeah. I was able to I was able to communicate with my cousins. I understand the music. I know about the history. That was a like I don't want to go too much into it, but Ibo history is so important to Ibo people. Mm-hmm. Like if we don't if they don't teach if our parents don't teach us the language, which they rarely ever do, they will teach us about the history because they yeah. want us to understand that it's a miracle we're still here. Yeah. Like, it's an actual blessing that we're still here. Yeah. It's a blessing that they were able to even migrate to make you be in the country you're in. Yeah. So for me, understanding that was more important than than speaking the language. Mm-hmm. And now being with someone who isn't Ibo, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at the idea of Ibo not being spoken in my house. Mm-hmm. I know I want my kids to maybe spend time with my parents and stuff to be able to understand it a little bit. Yeah. But it's not going to be a huge priority as it would have been years ago because yeah. I know that I enjoy Spanish and I might enjoy another language in the future. Mm-hmm. I might enjoy something else in the future. For me, I want them to be open and um, understanding, like you were saying, of enough like culture and, yeah. and color that they're just in, they're just interested in the world, that they're not closed yes. off to just like, the UK is all I know. Yeah. You know, America is the only thing I need to go to or get to. Yeah. It's now like, oh, where else is there in the world? What yeah. can I learn? And not be limited by the fact that, oh, because I'm not white, I can't, going mm-hmm. like why shouldn't they be able to speak hindi or yeah. or chinese like yeah. i think does he actually? Really? that's a yeah. that's amazing I'll i didn't know that that's yeah. amazing and this is what i'm saying like i think not i don't want to say as black people but <laughs> as a person i knew as a kid that i thought i wasn't really allowed to learn anything that wasn't Ibo mm. or anything nigerian speak even because we used to be babysat by yoruba family i was picking up yoruba more than Ibo, mm. and i even my parents were just like what are you like what are you doing kill it there like literally kill it there like why and i was just like i realized that like i just want my kids to be able to see that they have the opportunity to learn multiple things yeah. like david my my uh, minovio is um has has dual heritage as well so even just being able to open them up to those different cultures yeah. as well yeah. so i think my answer the long and short of it is um realize what's important for you what's a goal and what's actually worth keeping and then give yourself grace like if you aren't fluent in the language you're not fluent in the language it's okay that's good that's really good oh my response to your question um oh sorry just to touch very quickly on the fact that my dad speaks chinese so he i said what did i chinese did i say i I think i just mixed the word chinese and spanish together you did you did you said chinese (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad you caught that because I was like, 
like, wait, what just happened yeah, there? Chinese. But um, yeah, so he's not as fluent as he once was, but like for a few <laughs> years, like he was literally teaching himself Chinese and like my mom's anywhere we are in the world, my mom, she just wants Chinese food, Chinese food. Chinese. We can be anywhere, literally she wants Chinese food. So I'll never forget the day one time, like um, <laughs> we went to a restaurant together as a family and then my dad starts speaking to the um, Chinese, to the to the waitress. Mm. And then the waitress like <laughs> took a double take. She's like, and then literally she goes, black man speak Chinese? <laughs> I am so done. I was like, done. it was, but you know what? My dad loved it because it was almost like he was representing, yeah. like he was just like, yeah, yeah like can, do, do you can. get moments like that with us speaking Spanish? Well, yeah. not me. I don't get that as much, but I've seen it like at Latino Life. Where do you remember that guy that did yeah, the double he take? He was completely. He said, "Pardon, bewildered." He did, who's speaking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like whoa, what's going on? Yeah. Like I feel like sometimes I see it, like yeah. even mm. in some Spanish speaking shows, uh, Spanish speaking shows where people just don't expect it yeah. and then yeah. it's even sweeter because it's just like yeah 100%. I did that yeah. and trust me my dad was loving it so so yeah that was just the thing on Chinese like he hasn't been actively practicing it for years now for a few years now so um, I don't know what his devil would be but yeah that was on the Chinese front um, to answer your question so it's for people learning both um, <clears throat> learning both or one being maintained and learning another honestly it's all I have to say is it's possible like I don't mm. necessarily I'm not actively learning both I mean I guess I'm more invested in Spanish now just where I am in my life but you're but, fluent in Yoruban yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. I, although some of my aunties well, my fumiche, yeah, yeah, like that means they're like they make fun of me because accent they do all yeah. the time like, because my British accent comes, comes out mm. so but yeah I like to think that I'm fluent like if say for example I was in Nigeria for like a week give me uh, the first few days it might be rough picking up and then I'd be throwing in loads of English words but just generally speaking like I understand way more than I can speak but mm. my speaking is still pretty good mm. but um in terms of maintaining both I would say for me the tips I would have um well sorry this is impromptu so I'm genuinely thinking about this um honestly just knowing why you want to you're you're doing both and like there are polyglots there are people mm. who are learning That's good. different languages and I would just say what well, and this is something that my dad said to me as well who's just like don't overwhelm yourself trying to do too much at the same time. Mm -hmm. So with that, so I know for Paula, you're actively learning both, but then it's almost like you have limits with what you do in both of those oh, languages. Yeah, like you don't do everything in um, Igbo. You don't do everything in mm -hmm. Spanish. Like mm -hmm. So it's just probably just knowing what What's, you yeah. associate. That's so good. I've watched some YouTube um, videos of families that are raising bilingual kids. When they're at the dining table, they speak one language. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in another part of the house. So yeah, associating different parts of the house with a different language for example so that's what i'd say to anyone you know that wants to do both that's really good because i do think they're both valuable it's possible, in right? yeah it's definitely yeah. possible mm -hmm. i would say just to kind of add to that very very quickly um while my experience has not been the same i would say understand that being a different culture or heritage than that of the language that you're learning is not a betrayal to your own culture because mm. i think a lot of people have had internal conflict of I'm learning this language while I may not speak my the language of my heritage as well or whatever the case may be. But I understand like, as you were saying, Paula, there is actually liberty and there is freedom to explore. There is freedom to like just understand and know and be able to communicate with different people yeah. mm -hmm. of different cultures. So it is not a betrayal for you to be learning one whilst you may be of a different heritage or a different culture. Cause yeah. it's, it's really, that's not the case. I did actually learn and want to start learning again, British sign language. Nice. I actually picked it up 
when we were in the pandemic as well, but myself and one of my friends, Vanessa, shout out to you, sis. Um, <laughs> oh, Vanessa, Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa, oh, Vanessa. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey girl. Um, so I have some members of my family who are um, like deaf and hard of hearing. So I really want to make an effort to be able to communicate mm-hmm. and not have to like make it easier, make yeah. it easier for them. So essentially that is, a very very big goal of mine I had to stop during the pandemic because I was just like girl I need to live (laughs) like I can't I I couldn't like maintain both but I would definitely say BSL was really really important at some stage of my life Mm -hmm. to at least be able to basic communication do you want to drink how are you how's life and they will love that you've done that yeah you know what I mean I think it's I think it's really important just to be able to share and engage communicate with other people so that is my secondary language love it yes so a good takeaway what would you say is a takeaway for you Ayo from this episode I would say that culture is the underlying theme it's very Mm -hmm. easy to you know just pick up a language but then understanding that a language is actually rooted from culture. Like it's not from thin air. So I would just say, you know, whether it be learning about Spanish culture in either a Latin American country or, you know, within Spain, Mm -hmm. or, you know, you are of um, a global minority, whether it be, you know, Asian, African, whatever heritage that you have, that going deeper into the culture in a way that is sustainable for you, i.e. whether you like food, whether you like to dance, whether you like to read, you know, finding things around that is Mm -hmm. just basically uh, something that's going to sustain you to keep going. So that's what I'd say my takeaway is from today. Paula? Yeah. So I say my takeaway um, from today is that um, Spanish is enjoyable and while you're, or if it's, if Spanish is the language that you're choosing, but while you're watching this, you probably, it's probably Spanish. While Spanish is really enjoyable and the language and culture is really enjoyable, don't feel like um, your, your taste for languages and your taste for culture may not, may not change. Mm. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, like, oh, I should be, you know, focusing my time and energy on Yoruba and on Ibo on um, um, whatever language you speak at home or your family speak, just bear in mind that life is in seasons. Your yeah. season right now, right now might be, I really want to be able to speak Spanish. Yeah. And God forbid, but you may lose that in the future. And in the future, your desire is to learn Arabic or yeah. desire to learn another language. Mm-hmm. Like life evolves, life moves on. Cultures, uh, not cultures, seasons come and go. Yeah. So in this season of learning this language, just enjoy it without feeling a, a pressure on yourself mm-hmm. to be all-knowing in everything. That's yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. That's yeah. really, really good. good. Um, I would say for myself, what is my episode takeaway? What is my episode takeaway? Because we do these live and direct. Listen, no, literally every like single episode. It's not, so it's like, hmm, what is my, let me yeah. take that, you know, time. So yeah. um, I would say my episode takeaway from today is um, just as I said, to learn a language that is different from your heritage is not a betrayal of your heritage. Mm. That's really good. Yeah. That's good. Definitely. That is what I would say for my episode takeaway. However... As we round up this episode, I want to let you guys know what you can expect to see from us in the next one. I'm really, really excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm shook. I really, no, she doesn't need to be shook. I hope that you guys have encouraged her in the comments because she really doesn't need to be shook. So essentially, we have a bonus episode and it is going to be a Spanish 
or Spanglish? Sí. Question and answer video. Claro que sí. Maybe I'm more really... Spanglish than Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really, really excited. Some of la comunidad, la familia, mm. have submitted questions sí. that they want to know from us about us. Because as you guys know, you know a lot about our journeys, but you don't know much about us as, as, as people. As people, you know. Yeah. So we wanted to get into it. We wanted sí. to get into it. So next episode, we are going to be having a Q&A. And I hope that you guys are all tuned in. Period. <laughs> Amazing. Paula, where can they find us on the socials? Yes, on the socials, you can catch us at Hermosas Chicas Negras on Instagram, also on Facebook. Nice. You know, check us out on Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, not Apple Music, Apple, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Apple Music. Apple, Apple Music. 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 <laughs> for, for the jingle. For the jingle. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcasts or wherever you watch them. If you are listening to this, make sure to leave a five-star rating on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this on. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to give us a nice like. A lovely little comment. We'll always get back to you. Um, And if you would like to get in touch, we also have an email address as well. Admosachicasnegras at gmail.com. That's correct. Lovely. And we also want to encourage you to sign up to our community newsletter. So we're not going to be at the time of this recording. We're not sending weekly emails or anything to you, but it's just so we can keep you posted for events, Instagram lives and Mm -hmm. stuff that we might have in the future or maybe even useful resources for you. We don't know, but you know, we want to encourage you to follow us on that. But that is all for this week's episode. Just before we end. Just before we end. Just before we end. As well as obviously signing up to the mailing list. We also want to hear from you guys. So if you want to get in touch with us in the meantime on Instagram, on Facebook, please use hashtag HCN podcast because we understand that Hermosas Chicas Negras is really long to write. So please um, message, comment, wherever you feel comfortable doing so with hashtag HCN podcast. If you want a question answered, if you want tips, or if you have a hashtag language learning struggle, please do let us know and we'll be happy to give you your answers. Así es. Yes. Y ahora, ciao. ciao.